Hello everyone, and a very warm welcome to The Tonic Screwdriver. I'm Ken Moss. I'm Simon Exton. Welcome to the third of our 12 Gins of Christmas, courtesy of the Lone Wolf kind of Advent half calendar thing that they've done, where they put out 12 different Lone Wolf varietals. And this is the Gunpowder Gin. So, Ken, do we have any info bollocks for it? Well, we do. This is a weapons-grade gin. It's 57%. It's a cannon of juniper and spices to blow bland gins out of the water. Juniper, coriander, angelica and orris roots, dill seed, Thai lemongrass, Scots pine, lemon, grapefruit and orange peel, cardamom, lavender, star anise, black, pink and Sichuan peppercorn and sage. Well, the first thing that hit me when I poured this was the fact that it leapt out of the glass. A lot of gins, when you pour them, before you put the tonic and the ice in, you don't actually know that you've poured it. This thing, pour it, pow, you know you've poured gin before you even do anything to it. As always, it smells lovely. Now, weirdly, unlike all the other lone wolves that have come across, it doesn't really smell of pine. It smells of sage. I like sage, um, and I like the smell of this. There's a really good cloud in the glass. There is. It is. That, that's good and turbid. It's good and what? Turbid. What a good word. Not used often enough. You don't talk to enough chemists then. Back in my chemistry days, I I used to work with a turbimeter <laughs> that, that scientifically measured turbidity. An entire world out there, boys and girls, that we don't know about. Now, what um, do we think of the gin? Oh, actually, and I used to work with a Nestlerizer as well, which kind of did the same sort of thing, but by eye rather than measuring by numbers. I'm sidetracking a lot. Drag it back, drag it back, come on. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, it's not kidding about being being not with that. Oh, it, that keeps coming in waves, really, doesn't it? Hello, baby. Oh, now and it's still there. Wow! Oh, this is lovely. This is absolutely lovely. I, I, I... Every now and again, a gin company comes along that does really, really interesting, high-quality gins. The first one that leaps to mind is Tarquins, uh, who are a Cornish gin company. Which is exactly what I was going to compare this to, because yeah. all of the Tarquins were lovely, but were quite genteel. Whereas this is lovely with a, with a real edge to it. Tarquins is gin wrapped in a bouquet. This is gin that smacks you around the chops. Well, as ever, we're just having it with tonic water and ice. We don't flower things up with botanicals or anything like that. We just like to taste the gin. But we do like interesting gins. Now, if, again, there are plenty of interesting gins on the market. They're not necessarily nice. This is exceptional. They're interesting and nice. This is the third one that we've tried out of this set. And they've all been... I'm going to give this five out of five. It's lovely. Yep, it, it's an absolute five out of five for me. Um, as I said, I, I love the Lone Wolf stuff. This all sounds horribly sycophantic. We we paid for these. So we, it, it, it's not that this is paid advertising for Lone Wolf. They're just bloody lovely gins. They are. We don't do paid sponsored reviews or anything like that. These are We're just two guys that I mean, enjoy gins. A chunk gin of that is the fact that nobody's offered us any money for it. We're open to bribery, boys and girls. No, these, these are just genuinely really, really high quality gins. And we love them. I can't wait to try them the rest of these these this is great 
So rather than just saying it's bloody lovely, what do you actually think about the taste of it? Taste-wise, as you've said, the sage comes out of the glass to meet you on the nose, but for 57% gin, you would expect it to be pow, but it's not. It's just very, very strongly flavoured and not in that harsh, horrible way that you get with spirits. I don't do things like whiskey or... I don't really do brandy, to be quite honest, or rum or anything like that. They're just too strong. This is flavour and smoothness and and I'd say subtlety because they are in there. But nothing is overpowering to the point where this is what it tastes of. This is a gin that is just very, very nicely blended. I will say this much, you know you've had a drink when you take a few mouthfuls of it. Whoa, yes. None of these are gins to neck. I'm going to say even their base gin, and that's not denigrating it at all because it's an absolutely lovely gin, but even the base gin without additional things isn't something that you can neck. It's something that you sip. This, you'd probably do yourself a mischief if you necked it because it, it is very fiery and it it leaves a real burn in the mouth in a, in a warm way that most pepper gins don't. Most pepper gins are a sort of sting afterwards. I want to say this is an electric blanket of a warmth. This is sitting in front of a crackling fire, that kind of warmth. It, it's there. It can get you good and warm, but it's smooth and it sort of eases you there. This is, oh, this is bloody lovely. Buy this. And this is one that's that's commercially available. It, it's available on their, their website. I'd not actually had this before. And it, it's the only one of their commercially available varietals that I'd not had. There may be a bottle in my future very soon. 